Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Duke Nukem for Nintendo 64 and PlayStation. Who wants some? Hail to the king, baby. I want some. Okay. I want some. I want a little. Just a little bit, though. Give me it. Not a lot. A little. It's okay. Well, well, well. Hello there, and welcome to Play Retro. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Johnson. And I could have sworn this bar was full of strippers back in the day. <laughs> oh, well, at least I have this semi-shirtless beefcake of a protagonist to run around and shoot and kill things. You know... I'm kind of wonder are those pig men? Careful, mm. you don't want <laughs> you don't want the fuzz on your tail. Anyway, oh. hail to the king or something, and pardon my overly detailed bathrooms. Oh, they do have some detail mm. that you don't need to see. And I'm your other host, Brian Dunaway. And if you're looking for a dude from the '90s with Ray Bans and a blonde flat top uttering total nonsense about asses and bubble gum, well, come get some because this guy is not going to be around forever. Hail to the king, baby. <laughs> Whoops, for some reason the music ended when you yelled that. Uh, yeah, hell to the king indeed. Today we're talking about uh, everyone's favorite uh, 90s uh, action character from video games that can't seem to catch a break in the uh, 2020s or the 2010s for that it's almost like It's almost like his character humor doesn't play well hmm. <laughs> in 2023. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> like it's so juvenile and dumb that it's right. perfectly fine to leave it in the past. Um, but that's what we're yeah. here to talk about is the past. We're we'll going to talk about Duke Nukem. Okay. What's happening. Duke Nukem one, two and 3d. And you might say to yourself, wait a minute, weren't they all 3d? No. Mm-mm. Brian learned the hard way as I fired up Duke Nukem one. And I was like, I must've fired up something wrong. This mm. is not Duke Nukem. This is like uh, Commander Keen or something. What is this? It is that era for sure. Uh, Duke Nukem started out as a 2D side-scroller and mm. on PCs of all places is where it began uh, in DOS. And we'll talk about those lowly beginnings because yes. it became something much, much more and uh, a big phenomenon for a long time. And then maybe one of the most dramatic delay slash falls of from grace that we've ever seen in when, video games when you make the guinness book of world records for longest development time for a game you're doing it wrong you're doing something wrong yeah yeah although you're doing it wrong although that's got to, that record's got to be close to getting shattered by star citizen right well, no it's, it's funny that things have uh they they were certainly uh, groundbreaking apogee with sort of 3d realms in this case were certainly groundbreaking uh w- with this but yeah i think Modern times are showing something a little different. Mm. A little, 
Yeah, things mm. have changed a little bit. Maybe I wouldn't mind old. I'd like a throwback. Give me a really ultraviolet throwback 2.5D side scroller. Give me that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, see, you're even doing it in his voice. Hail you're saying to like the he'd king. say, like, to the king. Right. I mean, I'm no way. I, I'm, I'm, I'm available for hire. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, what's his face? Uh, uh, sir. Sir uh, Dirk Diggler. What's his name? Sir Dirk, Dirk Diggler. They knighted no, him. They knighted name. the guy with the huge wing. John St. John Jane. I don't know why I want to do that. <laughs> Why'd John you Saint say Jane. Dirk Diggler then? Why? <laughs> because I've been listening to a podcast talking about uh, 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 Boogie, Boogie, Boogie Nights. Is that right? Boogie Nights. Yeah, it's the one that's Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been talking about it, Boogie Nights. And so I just I couldn't think of a name. And I was just, I was just pulling that out. can't remember like if it was based. Dirk Diggler did. Was that based roughly on him, or if it was if it was like hardcore based on him? I don't know the deal. Based on who? Who's that? Dirk Diggler and and Boogie oh, Nights. It's based on uh, another pornographer. <laughs> um, well, right, but his name was oh yeah right it was John John something John Johnson Long- <laughs> John Long Johnson. <laughs> I don't think that was it. I don't think that was it. I think you might be on the wrong path there. Right. Well, anyway, we're going to talk about that all in a minute. So get your get your Duke Nukem ready because we're going to talk about it. Before we do, you know, last week I I did a guess my game with uh, Return of the King for the GBA. You remember that? Yes. Yeah, I remember that. And yeah. I got in uh, quite a mood to keep playing mm. that thing, and I played a ton of Return of the King on the GBA. And I'm here to tell you that game is worth playing even today. So if, if you're just one of the trillion people who listen to us who went out and bought Ambernix. Uh, perfect for that device. I and, love it. Uh, so that's where you're playing that on your little Ambernick RG little 35 double X. Yep. And it runs fantastically. No issues, no problems. Uh, you know, it's basically, it was Diablo for the Game Boy and it worked really well. And it, you know, had the extra bonus of being a, a Return of the King, you know, Lord of the Rings right. themed thing. I'm trying so to remember the, the Game Boy Advance, what size, was the screen only 2.5 for that thing? And then two five Ambernicks are three? Yeah, the Ambernicks are bigger, but they're not that much bigger. It's maybe no, an not that much bigger. Half inch, Diagonal inch. measurements. Yeah. But Just the, like John Johnson. But the, but the, <laughs> but the, uh, the resolution, the four by three, are they four by three? Right. I can't. I don't know if it is, but it, whatever the Game Boy Advance was, that perfectly translates to the ratio on that device. It's perfect. perfect. No problem. Good. Doesn't scale weird. Doesn't look chunky. It looks great. Looks fantastic. Mm. I got. Anyway. I still got to play some more of it. Yeah. Give it a time. Give it a shot. Poke your head in there. <sighs> I always say that, and I'm like, you got other yeah, shit to do. And what other thirty games are you going to be playing? Oh my gosh, dude! Tell me about it. Like next week, I got to play Phantom Pain. Not Phantom Pain. Phantom. Liberty, the expansion oh, for yeah. Cyberpunk, which looks great, and the reviews are I'm already. I'm pretty excited about it. I'm pretty excited. Yeah. GameSpot gave it a ten today. IGN gave oh, it. Oh wow, really? Yeah, it looks pretty tight. So uh, they're they also they're reviewing that expansion, it. so they're so that's the focus. But they're also reviewing the 2.0, like fundamental like sweep through the game. They've changed everything, so they want you to right. start over. And I'm gonna I'm gonna start a new dude. I start. I did a lady last time. I'm gonna do a dude this time. I'm going to do a dude yep. this time. And you know how I know it's a dude? You heard it right here. Scott said he's going to do a dude I'm going to do a time. dude. Don't take that out of context. I'm sure they won't. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm very much looking forward to what that game's bringing to the table right now. So yeah, there's a lot going on. I'm playing Starfield like crazy. Uh, you know, Baldur's Gate three still a threat. Everything's out there. That's this is one of the best years in gaming. And here's me and Brian going. It's I must make time for my so, old ass video game that I'm playing. It's so good. We're doing both because I'm playing Baldur's Gate three on Fridays, and I've downloaded Starfield on my PC oh. and my Xbox. Oh. And I've yet to fire it up on either one of them oh well you and should I've also it's got the great. texas chainsaw massacre game that i haven't even looked at yeah that's, it. that's supposed to be all right that's on game pass as well there was, all, yeah. there was another new game pass i came i grabbed what was it something cool shit shit i can't remember the shit. name shit. i can't remember the name I'll, I'll think of it later and tell you because you'll want to play it. it's good i want to play it and i just won't have enough time yeah i'll tell you not. what if you people just would up your uh patron patreon game just a little bit then i could just quit my day job and i could just hang out with scott all day that's right let's me and brian uh <laughs> we can do more forget about solo shows more. <laughs> forget about solo shows we'll expand into the, the next big market me and brian yeah we'll we'll start uh we'll wait eight hours a day man come on eight just hours replace my eight hours a day job and uh and we're doing it. We're, we're doing it. We're doing it. Uh, speaking of doing it, you've almost bought a StarCraft battle chest for some reason. Why? What were you doing? Right, so I was I was at the thrift store today doing my search for VHSs because that's currently what I'm doing. Uh, and I came across this. Uh, uh, it had it in the case yeah. uh, where, you, where I couldn't touch it. And I was like, oh, oh, oh inside like behind glass. That's weird. Yeah, behind like a jewelry case kind of thing with lights and everything. It's a StarCraft battle chest. They had it buried under some other stuff. I'm like, move that move those other trashy Xbox one games, get those off of there. And let me take a look at that classic. Don't, don't you already have Starcraft chest. and brood war, which is what the battle chest is. It's just that in the expansion. Did I ask you? No. All right. So I'm looking at the Starcraft battle chest because it's the real hardware, right? Cause I, I have, I own the, I own it. Yes. I have the digital copies, but oh, I have the, the disc here. disc somewhere. Somewhere. No. Oh, okay. Well, this had the disc disc and the, uh, in the box and everything. And I was like, Oh, the manuals and all that stuff. That'd be cool to put on my shelf and stuff. And I was like, Oh, that'd be, that'd be sweet. So you I know what I else is it. cool. It's got that little chart in there. You fold it out into thirds yes. and it shows you yes. the, the hierarchy of all the buildings and what technologies they unlock and what other buildings they unlock. And then on the other side, they have all the units and how yes. kind of the rock, paper, scissors or what to counter and what they do and all that. It's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. That thing's great. It's awesome. Yeah. So Fan. they wanted $20 for it. Now that's not a bad price. I've seen it on eBay before and it's not a bad price. It's a decent price, but I want to make sure everything's in it. Cause the box is a little bit squished, not mm. real bad, but a little bit squished. So I'm like, let me bring it out, bring it out. So I had to get some lady come over and she's like, Oh, get the keys out. And so she unlocks it and she pulls it out. Like it's some kind of, oh. you know, and I, I pick it up and I'm like, okay, I'm opening it up. I look at it and I'm like, Oh, one of the discs is sitting right on top of all the, pa- all the paperwork. I'm like, oh. okay, let me see. That's that one. And I'm like, I looked at it, looked at it, make sure with no scratches on it, put it in the sleeve. And it had the serial number and everything on there. I put that to the side. And then there's another envelope and it was empty. I was like, oh, no, this envelope is empty. Yeah. Right. And so I was like, oh, no. And so I started digging through the box looking. It's like, oh, please be in here at CD. And I'm like, uh, I was like, oh, somebody left their oregano in here. And I keep looking for a CD. I'm like, what is this? Oregano? There was a bag of weed in it. You, there's a, a bag of weed bag in this. Either. The, what? A big old bag of weed, man. I mean, awesome. <laughs> what What chain was that? What store was this? I is a large chain thrift store, large chain. So it, secondhand stuff, secondhand. Okay. So it's not like Walmart or target or some shit like that where you're no, no, okay. no. This is a thrift store. This is a thrift <laughs> store, but it's a big one. That's awesome, dude. And so uh, I, I, at first I picked it up and I was like, what is that shit? And I was like, well, gross. I was like, what is, what is this dried up something to send here? And then it's like, Oh, Brian, 
use your brain. Cause I'm so, I'm so focused in on looking for that CD. It's like anything in the way is this, it's just trash. Move it, move it. Yeah. And, uh, so then I was like, oh, oh, that's who weed. hides their I weed had- in their Starcraft battle chest. I don't know, but somebody was super sad. You, you, you took my stuff. You took my stuff to the to the Goodwill. Oh, I said the name, didn't I? I took it to the place, the thrift or large chain thrift store. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> well, here, look to celebrate. Here's this. You want to smoke some weed? There you go. Smoke some weed. But I did walk out with it because I said, I said, lady, I said, this is it. I, I think you need to get rid of this. And uh, so I handed her that, but it didn't have the other CD in it. <laughs> and uh, I really still kind of wish I had got it though. $20, even though it's missing one of the disc, it would still have been nice to have. And I, I may go back. I swear you if can get this. If my, if my picture's not up somewhere. You can get these somewhere. <laughs> I don't know where you can get it. Star. Oh, oh I'm sure. I'm, I'm like on eBay every day, all day. They just want like more money than 15, 12, $20. So, I mean, that's uh, true. But also you got enough weed to pay for the, that's yeah. what I thought. I did a couple of things ran through my mind really quick. Oh, I shouldn't have said nothing. That would have been a good deal. Yeah. Twenty bucks for Starcraft missing the disc, but with weed. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're right. Like, these they, are these are expensive. Holy crap. They are expensive. What if I hadn't have and what if I hadn't noticed it was in there? What if I just bought it like I do so often? I just like I don't care. You know, most things are like fifty cents. Like I'll, my, most of the time when I get the v- videotapes mm-hmm. and stuff, I don't even look inside them because they're somewhere between fifty cents and a quarter. I don't got time to be looking to see if it's actually in there. I just grab them. Let's go. Well, okay. And, uh, I found you a deal here. Hold on. So, uh, box is in decent condition. Okay, not that one. This yeah. one. Box is in okay go. condition. It's a little bit. It's a little bit smushed. A little bit crushed, but yeah. not terrible. So this one says that we'll give you the Starcraft Battle Chest for PC Mac from 1998 or nine. Oh, eight nine here. Because uh, '98 the game came out, and then later right. the Battle Pass twelve bucks. That's not bad. Oh, no, another twelve for shipping. F off. F right on. Yeah, F off. F right on off. Walk on out the door. Yeah, that ain't great. Um, no. Boy, like I said, you know, 20 bucks. Mm, some of these are look, crazy they, expensive. They're in the sh- they're in the in in the showcase. Usually the things that sit in the showcase they stay there forever. So they'll probably drop the price, but I don't know. Maybe not. Who knows? That wasn't really if it had been complete and wouldn't even been a question. Huh. All right. Well, Mm. I hope I hope there's a happy ending to your StarCraft battle chest story. <laughs> there almost was. Yeah. <laughs> almost was this. Almost was I was almost holding. Yeah. <laughs> if I had, like I said, if I hadn't looked in the box, Party. I would have I would just had that in my car driving around until some dro- drug sniffing dog came around. Yeah. Well, don't forget no, this. Sir, that's not mine. I don't know how they got in there. I don't know what's going on right now. Let's, we, Look, get don't, this off of me. Don't forget this really important quote from comedian Theo Vaughn. Here you go. You know, my favorite type of weed was uh, cocaine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't never forget. Mm-hmm. All right. Time to talk about Duke Nukem. But let him into our lives. Open the door, invite him in like a vampire, and see what he does with us. Shall we play a game? Sure. Fire up DOSBox or something equivalent to that. And uh, let's play this weird 2D business that no one knew existed except me. For some reason, I knew it existed. Mm-hmm. I knew the whole time. In fact, when you brought it up last week, I was like, oh, yeah, of course. This is a great topic for us because yeah. 2D roots moved into 3D. Whole, the whole story is fascinating, how it got there and where it is today and all that. And you were probably just like, no, it's been 3D. It's like Doom. Well, yeah, know. that's what I thought. That's what I thought. I was like, oh, "I was just a Doom clone." What do mm-hmm. I, you know, pff, what yeah. do I care? And you were wrong about this. I was so I I went into this so blind, thinking it was a Doom clone. It's it's really not. It's so much different than that. I mean, I knew about the build engine, but I never put it together with this because I played 
Duke Nukem 3D way back in the day. And I just, you know, I just really hadn't played much of it since then. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've since then I've learned about uh, the build engine. And this week I spent so much time learning about Apogee and who they are and 3D realms and how all that stuff came to be. And it almost uh, dwarfs the story of Duke Nukem. And I don't want to pass over this classic side-scrolling shooter with a little bit of attitude. Yeah, a little bit of run and gun. The original sounded Mm -hmm. like this, so beware your ears, everyone. I mean, you know, I made that I made that more palatable while I was streaming that this week by firing up the original soundtrack to the Duke Nukem 3D and kind of playing it uh, low, real low. And it fits really well. So, I mean, they've kept the the vibe. Yeah, I, I agree. They did. And here's the thing, though, like nobody knew about this. Real, I mean, people did. It was it was a, a hit as far as like shareware style, you know. Yeah. What they sell like, you know, maybe hundreds of thousand not not like something maybe not even that much like it was it was a pretty small number compared to like your mainstream releases on pcs and consoles then um but it was enough for people to go ooh. and then when they built 3d we'll get to that in a minute obviously but um you know there was they worked with id on modifying the wolfenstein 3d engine and yeah, Apogee it, worked with it on that and distributing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's got, if you go look at all the credits and Carmack's names like in there like five times. Yeah, um, yeah. So they were it's, they were all up in that. Um, anyway, let's talk about its beginnings. This is an old ass game. It looks old. It plays old. It sounds really old. This whole thing here. Goodness gracious. What a, what a cheese bag bunch of sound effects. But it is what we had. It's as good as we had yeah. at the time, and it's what we had, so it's fine. Well, we, we were we were in, in '91. We were in a glut of platformers. You could find a platformer anywhere, and Apogee decided it'd be a good idea uh, to to make something with a little bit different twist and make make it have attitude, right? There's no there's no voice work yet, so you don't know you don't hear none of the great dukeisms. No, you get some story and some panels and stuff, but it's not. It's yeah. not the same Doctor, as hearing that guy going, okay, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, this is totally different. I mean, I don't even think they ever revisit Dr. Proton in any of the subsequent things, but Dr. Proton is is uh, built some robots and is is trying to take over the world. And you're Duke Nukem and uh, what are you, like previous CIA or something? So something what like you that. really are is, a, is a, uh, what you really are is it's a mashup of all of those 80s Action stars, yeah, you're Commando, you're you're, you're Schwarzenegger, you're Stallone, you're you're, you're uh, John McClane, you're yes, you know all, that whole late '80s action revival uh, that we got, you know, Predator, everything, all of it. Um, this is that amalgam of that. It's like, hey, what yeah. if what if we mashed this all up into one dude? And it turns out he's a little sexist and a little bit of an <laughs> asshole. Well, um, what made this game a success though is distribution. It was Apogee came up with what was called at the time the Apogee model, which is basically shareware where you release it by chapters. You release the first chapter for free yep. on BBSs, however you can get you know, get Use a copy of a friend, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. doesn't matter. It's, it's shareware. And then there's like basically an in-game ad where they try, they try to sell you. Uh, chapters two and they're three. basically you demos they were like extended demos really yes, yes. like it reminds me of you a little because you used to be oh my god this is my jam right here man yeah. this is what i grew up on yeah. shareware stuff yeah uh, programming programming games from magazines because i didn't have a lot of money and i had you know my my family didn't really understand 
my love com for computers. My dad did, but he wasn't around as much. Um, he got me really into the computers. But, you know, if I wanted a game, I had to find a way. Yeah, and that to. way was usually, you know, shareware or, you know, program it yourself or whatever it took. Yep. There yep. was no, there was no, hey, mom, go buy this for me. That wasn't happening. Yeah. <laughs> no, I exactly right. It's different now. You know, I don't know. Maybe it isn't different, but kids can kids have so many options now that it don't cost them anything. Like they can play Roblox. They can play Minecraft. Can play, they can play, yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on Fortnite. Fortnite I mean, there was whatever. a whole summer where people were just Fortnite it for free until they started buying stuff. Yeah. No, I mean, everybody ends up getting tempted and going, dad, can I have 10 bucks for the skin? I really want like, right. I get it, but at I least the game's there. It's a different model, but it's kind of the same process. Uh, when you have expendable income, you just want to go buy, buy a game. But when you're a kid, yeah. you're like, I'll play. What is this? I'll play this. Give me this shit for free. Yes. You know? But or, or Scott it. Miller uh, was, you know, he kind of started this whole idea of, uh, or really perfected this idea of the Apogee model. Well, so if you want to say that, if you want to call it the Apogee model, you might as well say Scott Miller made that for sure. Yeah, he's a legend but, uh, in this way. In this one, in this yeah. one way, if you're talking about that era and sharing floppies mm -hmm. and yeah, shareware as a, as a business proposition that dude yeah he's that your, dude he's rocked he was making all kind of money it's really such a foreign idea now thinking that you would get a copy of duke nukem see the ad uh talk somebody into writing you a check <laughs> mm -hmm. stick it stick it in the mail wait for who knows how long because there's no tracking app there's nothing to track. Nope. You just sent your little check off after you begged your mom. <laughs> I, I got to play some Duke Nukem's, you know, and I got to get, I got to get chapter two or three. I'm sure adults also played it, but yeah. uh, this would be more of a time when I was a kid. And so I was just trying to think how in the world could I get Scott Miller, take my money, Scott Miller. Yeah. And then have Fry write a check. You know, that's, that's the me. I mean, this is 91. So. so I'm like 21. 20, right, whatever. It are was. you sending? Are you sending checks out to Scott Miller though? No, probably not. You're probably I'm definitely just playing not. That first, you know what it was? I had this friend named Jason who worked. Right. Oh, uh, Jason. Yeah. He worked in the back of a computer uh, testing place. Anyway, this guy could get anything you needed. Yes, so we know those like, guys, and that's one of the reasons why you saw shit. piracy was a real problem. Right? Oh, it was. It was a. It was yeah. a much bigger problem then. You didn't have ways to track or to, like you said, or to uh, you know stop people from doing this stuff. Yeah, but back then it was just like, "Hey, I have this disc. What's on it? The entire, the full Duke Nukem." <laughs> Whoa! Shut up, dude. dude. One, two, and three. Yeah. Get out of here. Let's go. I'm Duke Nukem. Uh, by the way, one thing to mention about the screen in the game, the layout. This was also back at a time where if you went full screen with something like this, the computers just could not freaking handle it. The scrolling was yeah, hard. Yeah. So they would do this trick where you get this little window, not little, but. I don't know, two thirds smaller window. than the full screen, right? Yeah. I mean, most yeah. of the stuff that's being refreshed is in like a window window. Exactly. Window. So over you got your score, your health, your firepower and your inventory. And the, this over here is what you get. That's how a lot of stuff got away or we got away with a lot back then by yeah. pretending that it was a cool interface choice, putting screws around it like it <laughs> got little scratches on. It's pretty dumb. But it, it, was, it was very, it was a very colorful game, though. I mean, there, there's very vibrant colors. It's using mm -hmm. all the colors that it can, and the model for Duke is fantastic. He looks like a flat top guy. He's got that that uh, that grit teeth smile. Mm -hmm. I got teeth showing and stuff. Yeah, this is a really good character design. Fun game loop. I found myself playing a lot of this. I love, you know, getting getting my way through Shrapnel City, yep. jumping over pits and taking out robotics all the robots are kind of like 
Dr. Proton, uh, most of the robots are short, right? They're like knee height. And, uh, which worried me at first because I was like, Oh, can I, can I crouch? No, this is before crouching apparently. Yeah. And it's like, can I shoot up? No, this is before that. (laughs) It was before anyone thought of that. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, it's just left and right. There's a little bit of Metroid in this thing though, because, uh, you have to do a lot of backtracking and there's, there's teleporting. So you're, you're, uh, lots of levels you'll start at the top and you'll kind of, you'll, you'll kind of platform down. There's no fall damage. No, uh, you can go, kind of you can fall for very f- high distances. Yeah. Yeah. Matter. He's got, Duke's got very good knees. Yeah. Very good knees. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and there's a two, 209 or four. What is it? 409. What's the, what's uh, the Ed 209? They, See, well, Ed, my, Ed 209. My fluids Hold on. And my, uh, yeah, my Robocop confused. Ed two, but, uh, it's 209 is the, is the, I think it's Ed 209. is so the cleaner. It's the table cleaner. It's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, how's that guy doing that jump? I've never been able to do that jump. I've never been able to pull that off. He has uh, special boots. He does have the special yeah. boots. That's right. So we that's the thing to that. remember about the game. It did one of the innovations was, or at least I didn't feel like there weren't a lot of games with this, but there are, there are power up items. These uh, shoes yes. make them faster, jump higher, get to bigger places, which is very Metroidvania. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the inventory, you could have various things in there. Usually it was keys, but there were other upgrades. And then you had different guns that you could find and use and, you know, I mostly yeah. use the Which, one he's got here. This electro thing. This is mostly oh, the electro thing. That's the yeah, that one's pretty good. Um, but yeah, you're just going from one place to the next, trying to find the exit and finish all the levels until you get to Doctor Proton, not Professor Proton from the Luigi's Mansion, right? Is his name Professor Proton? Profe- anyway, uh, wait, from Luigi's is Mansion. Is that right? Shit. Egad is his name. Doctor Egad. Maybe that's it, Professor Egad. I just know there's the whole Mario. And I remember Mario. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, if you're confused, if you're confused right now and you're going, wait, Duke Nukem, that's a Captain Planet reference. <laughs> oh, wait, what? <laughs> I didn't know this. There was a character called Duke Nukem, uh, spelt the same. What? In yeah, in uh, Captain Planet, and they sent a letter uh, to to uh, to Apogee saying, mm, "We think you shouldn't." Um, no, I'm just kidding. I don't think they actually sent a letter, but they they did change the name briefly because they were worried. And the lawyer said, "No, you're in two different, totally different spaces. Uh, there's going to be no brand confusion." Also, Duke University sent did send what? a letter. Shut up. Yeah, of of you know, th- th- just like you can't do that. That's our that and sucks. So, that's that's so silly. But anyway, they had to make like a an agreement that they would just use they would if they reference Duke, it would always be in full name Duke Nukem. So just in case there's any confusion that you're playing the video game Duke <laughs> and not going to a university <laughs> called university. Duke University. But there are footballs in this game for collecting and stuff. So oh, well. I guess. Okay. Could that be a confusion? Maybe. I, I think they're the, whatever. We didn't know what we were doing yet with video game litigation. Right. So this would not happen today, but still, that's <laughs> really stupid. Oh, yeah, there's footballs right there. I see them. Uh, well, that's Duke Nuke Duke one. Duke, oh, we didn't mention the cameras and then we'll go on. Yeah, yeah. There's like this this kind of the, the cameras. You can shoot all the cameras. So this is one of those games that really encouraged you to do one thing all the way to the end, like yep. shoot every camera that Dr. Proton is watching you with. Yeah. I kind of dug that a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I like I that addicted. too. I like completion of stuff addicted. anyway. And it, you feel yeah. motivated to do it. Um, yeah. My only real complaint about the game now is that it's very, very, very repetitive. Um, oh, absolutely. But that's the era we're in. It's fine. It's, it's very, I'm like with you is it's very grindy, but you know, they had to extend the gameplay 
Um, man, seeing this like uh, Ed 209 really makes me think of how South Park might would do it. Everybody feels very <laughs> cut out. Yeah, dude. Right? Like, like it's, a South it's Park great. mech. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I kind of kind of love it. And like you'd also, want, you'd want that out of South Park, but not necessarily out of your cool action game. Of, yeah, yeah, out of your Apogee game. Yeah. Nice. I could see that. Uh, it's all right. It's a good time. It's not, you know, the most innovative run and gun ever made, but it had personality no. and would have some follow-ups, including uh, Duke Nukem 2. Yeah, that's right. They just put a two in, in the back of it. Yeah, just say, why don't we put a two after that and we'll uh, we'll call it a sequel. Yeah, we'll call that a sequel and we'll, we'll have Duke Nukem run around again, but this time it's going to sound like this. They really put some music in here. It makes a big difference having some music in Oh, yeah. Some sound effects. This is because you all had your Sound Blaster Pros by now, you know? Yeah. Get you some, uh, get you Gravis out there. Get you, get you Sound Blaster Pro. Yes. Yeah. And um, it, graphics improved, although I'm going to make an argument that Duke Nukem's model is not as good as the first game. I think that he's uh, a little less cool in this. I don't like how he looks. I, I, you know, I got to, I got to kind of agree. He doesn't. The the model is got more pixels, but it's not necessarily cooler, right? Yeah, it doesn't. You. It doesn't have the the personality that the other yeah. the first game got. Yeah, had. which is funny. It but is yeah. funny. It feels like they, you know, I think it's the same artist. <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> What's funny about that is like the Duke Nukem 3D plays more on the look of the character in the first game than it does the second. Right, um, which I think is smart. That's what they should have done. You got to really lean into. You know, I don't know. This guy looks like an accountant. Like this is not. Duke That's. Nukem. I think it's the. I think it's the almost the clean cut of the hair. It's yeah. just this weird. I can't quite describe it. And I think maybe his lower lip in the first one is protrudes more, and here they make his jaw protrude. Yep. He's a little more, like you say, he's a little more clean cut. I need him to have a little bit of stubble. Yeah. He, have a, he needs to have a cigar sticking out of his mouth. Yeah, and a big Arnold Schwarzenegger, big old yeah, yeah, like the Sarge character in Quake Arena needs to be more. Yeah, like that. that's perfect. That's a good example. I feel like that Sarge character was kind of an homage, anyway, to right to this. But Boy, the, game, really, the gameplay itself is pretty good. I like how this game plays. Um, I yeah, think it's I think the game, the, yeah, the gameplay is much more interesting. You run into a lot more things. There's a lot more things on screen. Uh, bad guys. This time you've been uh, you've been abducted by aliens. So no more Doctor uh, Proton. Now you've been abducted by the the aliens. Why you were on the Oprah show for some reason? I don't know why. <laughs> but you were you were on Oprah were for on some a, reason. A, oh, but this wasn't real Oprah though, right? It was like a fake. It was definitely real. It was definitely meant to be Oprah. If you watch the whole opening movie, he is like. Uh, it's a hundred percent taken from that, but they don't say oh, yeah. they don't say her name. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think I might have said in the documentation. So these, so these are uh, DOS games. So you don't get like in shareware at that. So you don't get like manuals. You don't get like a physical manual. You usually get like a, a readme file on a, on a disc. And it seems like I read the readme file, and it seems like they said something directly about that. I may be wrong. I'm gonna find um, out. Oh, he's I... back. That's right. So that's the opening movie. <laughs> it's so it pretty... doesn't look right. He looks like he's got the wrong hair. It does. It does it. Yeah. Uh, Duke Nukem Two. Yeah, that's right. We got the newscaster. It gets very dramatic. We got writing this time around. Needing mm-hmm. to write the first time, really. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot he wrote a book too. Don't he wrote that... a book. I saying they yeah, just showed him book. at the talk show, and it looks like There's Oprah. Oprah. Yeah. Yep. It looks yep. like he's, her. He's, He's wearing like a gold chain. I love it. Shirtless and a gold chain. And uh, he's abducted by the, what are those things called? Uh, they're the, oh, I forget what they're called. Anyway, 
the Rigalians or something. I can't remember what they're called. Yeah. But anyway, Duke Duke is is not having it. He's not having it. No, sir. <laughs> His art is ridiculous. The art is ridiculous and is it's lovely <laughs> and it is the next step. I mean, it's a pretty big step. I mean, it's a yeah. pretty big step in two years. No, oh, uh, yeah, no, from, no, yeah. no disagreement there. It's like a, I don't know how to explain it. I, I think you'd probably be, uh, let's see, ninety. So you could you could be in, you would be in Windows. What well, was it? Ninety three. Ninety three would have been Windows. Three one still three still, one. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, mm. it's probably still a DOS game. If I had to guess, it's probably is definitely still a DOS game. Yeah. I, they may have released it later, but both of these games kind of went on for a while. You know, all these games they don't just come out and then they just have like a single run. Yeah. And then they never, you know, publish them anymore. Well, plus three one was just a shell anyway. It was not. It wasn't really yeah. a no, three one was no, like it a was DOS application concept. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it was a big deal. I played this one back in the day as well, and it was. Right I like after. this one though. I with you is it kind of reminds me of it's grittier and darker, more like a Splatterhouse was. Uh, a lot of things exploding, a lot of things dripping and oozing this time around. You got like acid slime dropping dropping down on top of your head and uh more more power-ups uh more crazy weapons yeah uh of course the music makes a big difference uh so much difference i I can't i can't get over how much sometimes i get so put off by games that are just beeps and boops yeah i don't want beeps and boops for too long no no we got the cameras are back again but we got lasers this time we can't blow up yep uh yeah so yeah, I also like that they've got uh, some nice added touches, more attitude. Like uh, there's there's like idle animation mm-hmm. in certain things when you're interacting. Oh, I think that's an easy, medium, hard difficulty thing too. I don't think there's any type of selection of the first one. Oh, but those stupid those stupid uh, monsters because since you're on a spaceship, essentially, um, there's other alien beings locked up in cages and stuff. And if you some of them, you, they'll swipe at you and hit you. Mm. And man, keeping your health up, not easy. No, crap not as easy as it should be. You know, no, you should be able to keep your health up without having to fight that fight. Yeah. Um, wasn't there, was this the one that had, um, was it Megadeth that did the Duke Nukem song? Oh, um, uh, was that later? Was that, hold on a second. Duke Nukem by Megadeth, Megadeth did a Duke Nukem song. Hold on. I think Duke Nukem references Megadeth and one. And then Megadeth references Duke Nukem in a song. Isn't okay, that right? Here it is. It's an album called Risk. Yeah. Uh, Megadeth, Duke Nukem HD. What is this? Okay, I'm going to try to see what this looks like without getting in trouble. <laughs> uh, can I play a little of this? Let's see. Just a, just a little just snip. Just a taste. Okay, it's kind of I like how you play it so low. Actually, it's coming up on its own. This part of the song. Okay. Okay, so la 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 la, la YouTube bots. <laughs> oh, it is the Duke. It's the actual again. Duke Nukem theme. Yeah, yeah, it's the Duke Nukem theme. That's right. That's right. That's and they, they even use like sound sound clips from 3D. But I think in two is when they, I think Duke Nukem makes some references to Megadeth. But I can't remember the whole story. Uh, or maybe they just didn't have anything to do with it all. And I'm just totally wrong. Yeah. But. Duke Nukem is important in Apogee's history because this is the this is what broke. I think finally broke uh, Scott Miller 
uh, in Todd uh, Repulgi. How do you say, how do you say it? Repulgil? 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 I'm sure everybody gets it wrong. He's the designer. Yeah. And George Brizard. I think this is part of what broke them. You know, Id, uh, who did Quake, Doom, and Castle and Wolfstein, Commander King, all that stuff. Anyway, they had an on and off again relationship with Apogee. And, uh, and Duke Nukem 2 came out a week before doom hit mm. oh my gosh so that's not I good think, <laughs> i think everybody no it's not good yeah. i think everybody felt at apogee that they were like lagging behind it's mm. like oh no because you know doom changed everything everything's going to be 3d going you know pretty much forward i mean there was already castle wolf time but not like doom no doom, doom was just so fast right yeah next level it was stuff. just it changed first person shooters completely and I think this is what broke these guys because they immediately popped back, you know, with uh, working as fast as they could to get a Duke Nukem 3D out almost like as almost fast as they could. Yeah, and, they had uh, to haul ass on that. And, yeah, and they uh, had some success and then things happened. Yeah. Now that forever. build engine, my understanding is the build engine for 3D was taken or was was tweaked a tweaked version of the wolfenstein engine do i have that wrong so or am i thinking the, of well it's, that's a good question i didn't quite get the full story here so i want to go back and learn more exactly about aperture just a, there's a deep dive on ken silverman's build engine he was working yeah. for uh apogee at the time and uh carmack was enamored with these he, he says guy was amazing because ken silverman at this time was like 18 19 years old yeah. working on the build engine he saw what they were doing with the doom engine and he wrote his own thing and mm. it is an amazing engine for his time uh easily rivaling stuff that was going on with the doom engine and, it, and i going still think it, it looks cool it still looks great in it a weird really way. i was really shocked this week when i went and looked at it i'm like wow it still renders really well. It is really fast. And it's, it's weird Engine, how well, like the, almost, I don't know. I can't explain it. It almost feels like a parody someone put out today. Yeah, yeah. 2.5D you know I mean? is mm-hmm. what uh, the Doom Engine and the, and the and basically it means 2D uh, sprites in a three-dimensional world. Right. And here comes 3D Realms or AKA Apogee's uh, name, is split separation so that you know that you're getting uh you're getting the latest stuff from uh from 3d realms and and not the old school apogee right we gotta we gotta present a new face right right and that's what they did and it took the mm-hmm. world by storm that game sounded like this Some fidelity this looks really good you gotta have i don't know why that's so loud hold on yeah okay there we go well it's duke nukem is why it's loud yeah that <laughs> He can't get now, the, away from it. The one you're looking at is really good. It's, it is really smooth. That's not what you would have probably had. And that's not probably not your experience you would have had. In, yeah, this right here, I uh, believe this is the. Now, this is, this, is the DOS, this is the DOS one. It's, yeah, uh, yeah, but it's using some later on uh, rendering technology. It's not using the early, what you probably had in your machine in Windows 95, unless. Unless you had some 3D effects stuff. Well, they definitely had. They had. That was the thing. The game was a mix of polygons. Because we're talking post, at this point, post Quake. Right. right? Well, yeah. Quake 1 was out in 96. This game, same year. Burn. So I think some of this is like, hey, these walls and some of these world objects are 3D objects uh, that that are textured. 
the gun in the guy's hand and his arm, that's 2D. Mm-hmm. Your enemies that's are 2D all sprites. 2D rotating 2D sprites. Yep, yep, yep. Um, like your dooms. So I think it's like a hybrid. Uh, I could be I wrong. I think there's walls and stuff. Now, one thing that the build engine could do that makes this a lot better than Doom is, first of all, so many destructible objects on screen. Uh, and then on top of that, you have stackables. You can stack things. You can have you can have multiple levels on a building. Unlike, oh boy, that thing is so scary. I, I swear, looking at 2D sprite rendered uh, enemies is just still terrifying. Something about day, them. The way they move. <clears throat> They're really unsettling. They always have been. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Mm. There's there's a, that Proteus game that you can get on Game Pass and uh, Steam okay. and stuff. Right. That game is on purpose looking old, and it right. uses it has an option to turn on 3D enemies if you want. But the default are these sprited up dudes. It's a new game, but they've made them all spritey. Interesting. They're way freaking scarier as sprites. Right. Way more. Is this the atomic version by chance? You yes, think, this maybe? is atomic. Oh, okay, so this is the atomic version. This is a later one. Yeah, yeah. They I thought this stuff. came out yeah, same yeah, year. Yeah. No, was it later? Later, later. Uh, it could have been the same year, but it wasn't re- at release. The no. Atomic Edition carried more things. Right. I think it had the whole because once again we're at the shareware model again, right? So right. we're releasing parts, right? Um, I'll mm. see if I can find some footage from like day one. Let's see here. Um, oh yeah, that's because what I played was day one. It was trash. Yeah, <laughs> I loved every minute of it. It was super fast though. I forget how fast like Doom and Quake. The first Quake, Quake 2 got so much slower, and it was noticeably slower. It was still fast, yeah, way faster than 3. But we forget there was a time when, man, I mean, you just moved. Oh, here you go, yeah. You were maybe getting 20 frames. Maybe 20 frames per second back in the day? Yeah, there it is. That's the one I played. Oh, yeah, speaking Mm, of the... Sexy. Speaking of the booby ladies, yeah, they... The oh, game, yeah, so the, the game's famous ladies. for having a bunch of scenes with very scantily clad women, and in the atomic version... And subsequent re-releases, they got rid of all that, and people were pissed. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. People I didn't were, know that about people the time. People were mad. I thought it was some... Oh, I'm mad now just hearing about <laughs> it. I'm like, don't, don't take away my art. They're mad because it was exploitative, and it was, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that, but they, they took all the, the, the booby ladies out, and now it's just like people in bikinis, I think. I You know, I'm... Mm, I don't know. I'm... Uh, mm, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, since I've lived... Since I've lived, you know, the the life I've lived and how long I've lived and the things I've seen, I've already got to be a dad. You know, there's a time when I was much more prudish. It's like, this world needs to be a little <laughs> bit uh, more conservative because uh, my kids are here and they're trying not to look at boobies. And But as I get older, and it's like, mm, now that I don't have kids really to worry about as far as that kind of stuff goes, I'm like, uh, is it really <laughs> you just want to look at big, big old milkers now. Right? Is it any worse than shooting things and killing them and bleeding and everything else? I mean, yeah, I don't know. Probably not. I think I killing, killing stuff's way worse than a booby. Right? That's way worse than a booby. I mean, and then Spielberg tried to take away our guns that were aimed at well, uh, the, so Elliot stupid. and ET. And come on, that was so stupid. Oh, by the way, Nuke Nukem just nuke guns sorry. exist. Duke Nukem just saw himself in a mirror. That was also oh, really yeah. cool back then because nobody was doing that. That was cool. Nobody too. was doing that. That's that's that build engine for you, baby. Yeah. Ken Silverman and his his build engine looks really good. If you never played any other games like that, like uh, oh, I don't know. How about a little bit of Redneck Rampage? Oh, Redneck also Rampage. A, baby. Yeah, it's the interplay, but it uses the build engine licensed out. Man, mm-hmm. it was an exciting time. We talked last week just briefly about what Unity is doing, but it was such an exciting time for new 3D engines during mm-hmm. that time. We had Unreal, we had Quake, then Quake 2, and we had the build engine. 
just so many exciting ways to present games. Well, when, and, when Unreal came out, I mean, they had no one, they, I don't think they had any idea then that they would become, you know, the most licensed engine in the history of gaming. Right. But right. they, they were such a, for its time, such a powerhouse demonstration in the original Unreal mm-hmm. that uh, I think some of that, that and id, id tech both made it hard for these guys to keep up. Because, yeah. you know, as, as cool as Duke Nukem 3D was and as successful as it was, it was not Doom money. Um, it was definitely no. not Quake money, and it was certainly not Unreal money. And so I feel a little <laughs> Unreal bad. Unreal money. I feel a little bad because I just feel like they could have been one of the – they could have been a third a third wheel in the engine wars. Yeah. Um, and they and were for a hot happen- minute. In, 2D, in this 2D, 2.5D world, they were yeah. for very little time. But then, I don't know, got away from them. Bummer. Yeah, poor old Apogee. But like I said, I really think Duke Nukem 2 released in the week before uh, Doom. I think it really shook everybody. And Duke Nukem Forever, which we're just going to talk about just for a real quick second, because it started production what, in like 96, 98. I mean, it pretty much started immediately <laughs> yeah. after. 98 this was, was released. Uh, supposedly 98 was the year that it got in earnest. They had started work on right. a new game. And then it went from. Right scrap it start again scrap it start again new developer new engine new, engine, new yeah, this new like, that we're, over we're and over and the, over yeah we're starting with the quake 2 engine no we're not because it's not ready so we got the quake engine then yep. no then it was like the unreal engine and then it was like it just kept on but then it's like hey because- we're in uh we're at e3 and we're showing off the latest thing it's in the license yeah. quake 2 engine check it out pretty rad and then he i don't know a month later you're like oh yeah they scrapped it they moved on to something else abogee went through their entire uh, all the profits that they made. This game was pretty successful. The one we're talking about, this Duke mm-hmm. Nukem 3D, it was pretty successful. They made a pretty good bit of money off of it. Uh, obviously, more than $20 million, and they burned through every bit of that for Duke Nukem forever, and yeah, wasn't good, man. It wasn't no, good. No, that's a whole other story. I would love like a documentary one day on that. We need to, yeah, we need to cover that completely. Like I said, I got hung up because I was having fun playing Duke Nukem, uh, from one, two, and three D. Three D was a little bit of revisit for me. That was the first one I played. Mm-hmm. I didn't play it. I don't remember a whole lot about it because there was a lot of new things coming out, like you know, Doom, Quake, and everything else was just like Unreal. All that stuff was like vying for my attention. And while this was interesting, uh, I found stuff like Shadow Warrior and, and you know stuff like that a little more interesting. Yeah. Even though the voice work on this is superb. This, that's what made this game stand out, uh, was, was the voice work and, you know, just bringing that, I don't want to compare it unfavorably. Mm, How's this in my retrospective (laughs) view, he reminds me more of Johnny Bravo, but that's not where it would have come from. Right. But that in my mind now, I kind of shuffled stuff around and said, where is Duke Nukem coming? Where's it going? Okay. Can I? (laughs) <laughs> kind of right here in between Doom yeah. and Johnny Bravo. This, car- this character and, uh, archetype was definitely um, a 90s amalgam that showed up in more than one place. Right, right. You know, and, and Johnny, uh, Johnny Bravo more like a, I don't know, he's more like Elvis than anything, but he was still kind he of. He really this- is, but he still had that bravado, right? Yeah. I guess that's where it comes from. So he had that, uh, yeah. So I assume that's where it came from. Here's a couple of lines. I didn't cap too many. And there's tons of them out there. You can go find them on YouTube. Just all his stupid lines. But here's a couple of them. Call me now for your free whipping. All right. That's a good one. How about this one? I'm an equal opportunity ass kicker. Yeah. That's what I do. That's what I do. I love it. It just. 
It his felt name? good to What's have his your, name again. Like, I don't remember his name. Remind me his name. Oh, John St. John. John St. John. The that's voice. It. Yeah. The voice actor. Um, and you know, like we had other little blips and bloops of noises and the other games and stuff for voice acting, but Duke definitely had the strongest personality of all of the heroes you'd be playing or anti-heroes oh, you'd yeah. be playing in these games. And so Do- Doom had no like character voice other than death sounds. No. <laughs> oh, or, you know, Wolfenstein was <laughs> uh, right. Nine, nine, nine Laban, that kind of stuff. Right. Yes. Oh, but I, I love that. I mean, uh, like the hell to the king, baby, like I said at the top, that's like after you like blow up an alien or something, you'll get the you'll get the hell to the king, baby. And it's just like, but he's always saving babes and babies and a lot of babe talk. Yep. Babes. He loved the babes. Yeah. Um, real quick, the babes. Uh, did you, did John, you ever do any modding on this one? I mean, I, I did a good bit of quake never. modding, but I only I did never quake and doom. Into, I made my own doom levels, my own quake levels, never did anything in the uh, right 3D stuff. I don't know why. It seemed like then it was harder to do the editor or something. There was some reason why it was more impenetrable. Right, right. For your average. Did you uh, turn the lights off and on a lot when you were in the in the? I love to turn the lights on and off in the Duke Nukem for three. Dude, or they love that game. Loves having a room that's dark and you go right. in there and with no switches shit. and you got to like yeah. what does switch do? Yeah, I don't know what it's doing. Not exactly my favorite part of those games to be honest. They freak me out, but. Uh, you know, no, in Doom, I was always we were tinkering around all the time with our own wads. They called them our own. Yeah, wad it was files. so easy to get the get the wads. See, I don't know anything about if if you know if the build in uses wad or anything. I don't know that. I'm sure it's got that. its own version, probably. If I had to guess. Yeah. Uh, real quick here, he is. Here's some other voices that John St. John did. Okay. He was uh, T uh, Dwight T Barnes in uh, as well as various other characters in Marines. Uh, and Marines in Half-Life Opposing Force. Oh, okay. He was the voice of Big the Cat in Sonic Adventure, truly the greatest yes. character in Sonic history, Big the Cat. Right. Sonic Heroes, Trash Man, uh, General Warthog, and other characters in Twisted Metal 4. Oh, uh, okay. We probably might have heard of them. We probably yes, did. okay. E-102 Gamma in Sonic Battle and the announcer for Sonic Advance, a bunch of other Sonic stuff. Uh, let's see. Chrome Speed Force, don't remember that. And I would have loved if he had been the Duke Nukem voice for Captain Planet. That would have been this great crossover world that would have really blown my mind. Yep. He claims here. Oh, that's interesting. 2019 took the role of Postal Dude for Postal 4, No Regrets. Interesting. Hmm. Um, We're going to do Postal one day. That's coming. He announced in 2019 he is now St. John. John St. John is now an ordained minister named John St. John. <laughs> <laughs> You've been ordained, baby. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to give you an ass whooping straight to right. I'm all out of ordaining. If I went to his church and he's up there going, let us now open to a, Z- uh, a class, Ecclesiastes chapter or whatever, I'd go. Call me now for your free whipping. I did like a, like a nice. speaker over my head and just go, yeah. was this you? This was-, was this you? <laughs> anyway. Oh, I love it. I love uh, it. He also did a bunch of TV stuff. He was in, um, oh, he's in a, he's a commercial announcer for a new kids on the new kids on the rock episode. Oh, okay. So uh, like a take on new kids on the block. I don't know what the hell that is. Um, he's also, let's see. Oh, those are all games. He hasn't really done much since. Why does he need to? He's well, sitting guess, on the he's he's sitting on the Duke Nukem 3D res, uh, residuals? residuals. I guess so. Sure, Dude Bro Two. It's not out yet. Dude he, Bro Two. We he need pl- this. He plays John Dude Bro. 
much. Boy, he's really he's really not locked in the dude bro uh, thing vibe, right? right? He really hasn't. Yeah. Well, good to him. Good for him. Good luck. To we him. know we talked about now in Duke Nukem 3D with the build engine and stuff. You can also do like little, uh, little mini game kind of stuff. Like you can play a little bit of pinball in there. I think is that isn't that or pool? Is that pool? I thought you could play the pinball uh, one, which uh, is the balls of no, steel. No, there's there's pinball stuff. Yeah, we talked about the pin on the pinball episode. We talked about the balls of steel, Duke Nukem. So we've heard John Saint James before, right? John yeah. Saint John. John Saint John James. If John, I was John Saint John, John, I'd change my name to something else. That's dumb. <laughs> like if your name, you know what? His parents are to blame. If his last John, name John. is Saint John, right? Fine, but don't name him John. What yeah, because it's John you, John. If you take the Saint out of there, it's John John. Yeah, John John. Are you here? John John calling John John. Stop. John John. Stupid. John, John with an with no uh, with no H in the first part and H in the end. Yeah, I don't love that's it. That's what he. That's what he has to say. He has to explain it. He has to like spell it out. Yeah, I don't love it. Um, and it was that 20th anniversary, by the way, of the game the, of 3D that got the Atomic Edition, which added three new, uh, uh, three new addition, additional enemies to the 12 recurring enemies you had in the first game. Yes. And that 3D thing was added. God, I about. love the fact that you can, because I was worried at first when I started playing, I'm like, oh no, this is going to be like how yeah. I had forgotten that the first Doom uh, unmodded had no mouse look. Yeah, and when none. I played the, I played. It, I was like, "Oh God, is this going to be this?" No, this is the build engine. I can look up r- relatively anyway, sort and it's, it's good yeah. because it also does the little aim up thing. So if somebody's on like a like a like a half a level up yeah. from you, you can if you walk into the room, it'll like auto aim. Also, I, the game started off with none of the uh, with the crosshairs. I can't I can't do a first person shooter with crosshairs. You got to have you, crosshairs. Yeah. Are I you agree. a badass? I'm not a badass. I'm not. I'm not a badass. Not a badass no. Oh. Well, also Bad his guns are off to the side in Duke Nukem, whereas Dooms were yeah. right down the center. So you kind of had a, a downsides thing, but not really. I don't know. Doom. Right. I played Doom with arrow keys and <laughs> space bar. So yes. right hands controlling movement, left hand is hitting spacebar for shooting. What the yeah, f- what yeah. the hell were we doing? I don't know. We I played that was uh, some bullshit. I played, I played all these games this week. I I had the Steam. I knew I was going to play um, Duke Nukem 3D. So I went ahead and just said, you know what? I'm just going to play it on my Steam Deck all the way through. So I I played the first two, one and two, uh, and you could set it to use. I think it uses RetroArch, and you can set it to use. Um, you could use the controller, the D-pad movement, and I could. I did everything I needed to do. Everything I needed to do. It acted like a. I think it was a two-button joystick. I think is what it was set to for yeah, DOS. Yeah, so that sounds very right. good. Yeah, that's cool. I could. I don't know. At the time, DOS it seemed fine because it's all I knew. But when Quake came out, I had to relearn everything. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. I mean, there was a whole conversation. Um, there was like people were coming up with new ways and new systems. I don't remember what the guy's name was, but I remember in the in the back in the day it was a big deal to be using w wasd that was unheard of oh, you that didn't was a use huge move. wasd yeah. right gigantic shift for people yeah like we were like, not what? ready for that we were like are you kidding there are arrow keys right here what are you talking about <laughs> wait you're you're blowing my mind right now telling me that i can use the normal part of my typing keyboard yeah it's control no i can't do it if i could this go back much. and tell you know what i'd like to do i'd like to take this uh i don't know what brand my keyboard i have a big uh, mechanical keyboard on my pc and right. the, key, the the wasd keys are higher and raised and have red yes. on top and like texture on them that and all this ass. stuff. I want to take that back in time and just go right. to my old doom friends 
and go, yeah. look at this shit. Look what we're going to be look doing. At, look, at, look at the hell I can do. Look yeah. at this. And look at this oh. mouse with like eight new buttons on it and a middle thing and no ball. Yeah. Look at this thing with a laser in the hole. <laughs> it's a laser. There's a laser on the bottom. And where's the wires at? I would where's love to do that. People always want to go back in time and kill Hitler or whatever they want to do. I want to go yeah. back and show off weird tech to my my friends back when it was right. unheard of. I, I, try, I think about that from time to time. And I also do the same. Then I think, then I think okay, let's flip that around. What if future Brian came back and brought me some weird ass technology? Would I be impressed oh. or be like, what the hell are you doing? With your I life, never thought Ryan? of it that way. <laughs> well, that really flips what, the script, doesn't it? I don't like that. Right. Yeah. What if, what if Scott Johnson from, uh, you know, 2045 <laughs> yeah. shows up and he's like, you won't believe what the hell I got. What the hell are you Check doing here? This dude? Out. <laughs> Hold on. Let me un- unhook my oxygen before you're I definitely going to be, you're definitely going to be thinking about time travel and a million other questions before you're worried about the technology that, that, that Scott brought back time to show off. Right. Yeah. No, <laughs> basically guaranteed. Right. So now that you've like, said it that way, I have changed my mind. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that because it'd be really freaking them out, man. Yeah. Freaking out. Young Plus Johnson. If, it's, if it was ever possible, I would have done it by now. I swear. That's right. That's how we know time travel doesn't work is somebody would have done it. That's always what I'm thinking too. And I'm like, but you know, then of course is the argument that, Oh, we'll, we'll eventually set up time police and you know, we will, we won't let that happen. Yeah. But even if we have time police, someone's going to F up. I mean, someone's going to, yeah, someone's going to F up on purpose. Right. Remember time cop and the whole, like, don't touch each other. Time cop. The time cop's great. I love time. I'm a fan. Great movie. Yeah. I'd watch that right now. We did a film second on VHS. Yeah. Yeah, You would have it on VHS. (laughs) Uh, but there's your look at Duke Nukem in the way it came. Now, there were these PS1 uh, N64 games. Um, also, Game Boy Color game. The Game Boy Color game is actually okay. It's it's a- The Game Boy Color game is really interesting. You may not have ever played it. Duke Nukem uh, for the Game Boy Color from 1999. Yeah. I did check that one out. Um, it's an interesting take because it's much more cartoony. Mm-hmm. Um, which is good because the screen is smaller and so the sprites are larger and they're a little bit kind of a little more chibi, even though the 2D stuff on uh, Duke Nukem was kind of, you know, chibi to begin with. Yeah. Um, short, fat kind of kind of idea. Right. And uh, I really enjoyed the story and the humor and the and the and the big chunky graphics and the the. It's a return to the, the, to the sprite, yeah. Me. But it's also yeah. a return to those early games, and you know we weren't getting that anywhere else. This was it. No, and the character designs were so freaking amazing. Look at those aliens. The aliens actually look like Saturday morning cartoon aliens yeah. or something. They're just They're amazing. You got you got Gib Jibs, yep, flying around everywhere. Yep, better it than really the old is. ones because the old ones Jib version of Jibs were like glowy balls. They sucked. This is more yeah, jibby. That was like when you had like radiation or something for your gun or something. But yeah. yeah, this is this is a really interesting take. I like this one a lot. I was with you though. You said, you know, the the PS1, the N64 oh, games. They're bad. Uh was it third person? Yeah, know, behind, behind the, the it's all behind the back. They look it's zero hour, I think. Or time to yeah, kill on uh, PS1, zero hour on N64. That's what it was. Right. Right. N64 and, and they're version. Fine. They're poly- they're true polygonal character. You know, they still got they got real polygon 3d stuff but they look like it ass. loses it it loses a lot of his personality because duke plays best in large open environments and since you're doing polygons and early 3d everything is like subterranean and it's just i i didn't care for it i mean this n64 game as, people as looking much. at this right now are going boy that's a slow frame rate no this is what the game it's, ran at it was like yeah 12 it's, it's frames very slow it's horrible and yeah horrible i don't know I, I tried to think of a way i'm like what if this was my only duke nukem experience 
I was trying to think, would I could I appreciate it? I want to go back and play them. If you were some kid, ready. yes. If you're an adult now, no. <laughs> like, like when you're a kid, you forgive a lot when you're a kid, right? You're just like, right. whatever, this is rad. Don't tell me anything else. It's just cool and it's that's all I care about. Like there are gonna be adults who look back on Roblox and go, What the frick were we doing in there? That yeah. is garbage. But at the time, they don't care about that. So, so yes, yeah, somebody somewhere got this for Christmas and loved it. And it wasn't me, dude. Freaking it wasn't ugh. you. Like I said, I didn't play it. I just watched a few video clips. I just didn't have enough time to also uh, visit this. But I, I'm interested. It It's certainly intriguing. It's garbage. I'll hit it some other time. Such a bad game. Don't play it. <laughs> Don't play it. Okay. Well, do whatever you want. Uh, the, and then, you know, uh, Duke Nukem Forever did finally come out. It hasn't been that many years since. What was it? 2013 or something? 14? Yeah, 2015. I don't know. Something like that. It was in development hell for what, like 15 something plus years yep, or it something? It was a long time. It was Gearbox finally who did it. And it was uh, roundly panned by everyone as being yeah. a very bad game. Well, I mean, you can't you can't swap game engines and have to redo assets and keep the same core Duke Nukem attitude from the mid nineties and release it in the, you know, mid 20 teens. Mm-hmm. It just ain't going to play well. Um, What's well, funny. It doesn't, li- it doesn't like a game that's been to be in developed for 15 years because it wasn't, it was a game that had been uh, in development hell for a long time. Uh, but every time they restarted on the new engine, it was basically like starting over. Right. I mean, right. Yeah. It says here, mm-hmm. um, let's see, what year was this put out? I'm trying to see the Steam. Okay. Oh, 2011. All right. So here's what it says. Wow. It's even older than I thought. Yeah. yeah. Here's what it says. Uh, the, the best review on here that I can find says, it's the kind of game that you know is bad, but you still play and enjoy it. <laughs> so so maybe that's as about as you know, a ringing endorsement as you're going to get for that yeah. game. I remember playing it and and being the same as everybody else, underwhelmed and... Uh, I just really didn't ever revisit it. And I was a little bit hurt at the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like been. everybody else is like, you know, every couple of years they would, they would come out and go, Hey, no, seriously, we're going to, we're going to do the Duke Nukem forever. Seriously. No, seriously. We're going to, we're going to get it out there. Well, what was crazy just, about it is this, is this was, you know, published anyway. Well, the developer was gearbox. So not just published. It was made by the guys who were making, uh, Borderlands and those were huge yeah. hits. Borderlands one and two yeah. were gigantic, fresh, hits. unique. So everybody thought, oh, well, if Gearbox is doing this, maybe this will be okay. No, it's not okay. Gearbox was just picking up the football that had been fumbled, you know, for over a decade. Yeah, but they yeah. started over. They kept the name, but they started over, yeah. like store whatever you can call the story. They changed all that. The mechanics are different. It's not good. Don't play Duke right. Nukem forever. It'll be a waste of your time. I'm just right. Saying. <laughs> it really is bad, although it is verified on Steam Deck, so there's that. It is verified on Steam Deck. Yeah, so if you have to, I guess. If if you if you got to, how is this game yeah. nineteen bucks still? Jeez, or the the Forever Collection thirty nine ninety five. Um, you uh, Scott Miller uh, needs something because I don't know if it gets any. So I think uh, what happened, like Gearbox took over three D Realms, which was a part of Apogee, but I think Apogee is still. Is on thing and recently, uh, what's the name of the the company that has been buying everybody up to get? Oh, it's, so off. that's um, Embracer Group, and they're Embracer gonna, Group. They're Embracer gonna dump. Group, so they're dumping these guys, or they're dumping gear, not dumping. They're putting them up for sale, right? Not closing them, but putting them up for sale. They want like one point nine million or billion out of them. They'll probably yeah. get something close to that. I don't know who's gonna buy it. 
I don't even think Microsoft wants a gearbox, if I'm honest. Uh, yeah, I mean, what do they have going? I love Duke what? Nukem, but it's the thing of his time. I would, I just don't know. They got I'm Borderlands. Ready. All they have is Borderlands. That's yeah, not worth which 1. is a good. That's billion. a good get, but still, I, sh- I shouldn't say that's all they have. They publish other stuff, but right, whatever, whatever. Uh, so there you go, Duke Nukem. Play it at your uh, your own risk. All right, but enjoy <laughs> whatever you play. Do whatever you want. Destroy it. <laughs> Brian and I are going to play a little Guess My Game. Oh, you know what? I never did download yours because I didn't have the... Uh, by the time I got to the notes, you hadn't put it up yet, but I'm going to do it right oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah, because you started... Actually, you started early this week. I guess I got to start even earlier. Oh, no, you don't have to do anything. I was just trying to get ahead of myself so you weren't waiting for me, but... No, that's good. That's good. Uh, let me make sure we're good on the file. Let me crank the volume just a tad. Here we go. Okay, let's play Brian's and mine. I'll start. Uh, Brian, mine is from the year 1994. My audio. And you're going to try to guess what game this is from, since I didn't explain how the game works. You can ask three questions. I can give as many hits as I want uh, or not, but we're trying to, you know, compete, so we probably won't give you too many. Uh, 1994. 1994. P- PC. DOS. Yep. Okay. DOS PC. All right. So one year. So b- before Windows 95, but after Duke Nukem 2 and Doom is in full force. That okay. is the zone we are in for sure. All right. Here you go. like that pretty good right that's the logo for the company oh this is so memorable to me i hate that sound though that yeah yeah they use that in um here we go here's some actual action hold on skip ahead guesses or questions familiar this is real familiar (laughs) i'm going through my rolodex of games that would have been out in 94 because i actually was into dos gaming by 94 oh really it's a good time to know it then give me Um, some more i'll give you another hint just for fun no well i guess i can start guessing go ahead okay i'll just say that apogee was also involved in this Okay. If that all right. Helps. So Apogee was involved. So it's probably another shareware thing. Shareware was all the things back then. So the share. So they were probably publishing it, right? So which it was Apogee publishing? That'd be my first question. Apogee, Apogee it or, published it, and but not developed. Also developed it alongside a company called Night Dive Studios. Oh, Night Dive Studios. Okay. Um, oh, that's not true. Night Dive Studios made uh, made a version, did a port of it later called Ludicrous Edition. So it's not, it's not, they weren't, Apogee was 100% there day one. Ludicrous Edition. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Lud- Ludicrous, the, the rapper. Just kidding. Not really. Luda. 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 All right. Um, first person shooter? Yes. Correct. Okay. That's your first question. Um, or second? Second question. Okay. Um, sure. Apogee. I played multiplayer on my LAN, if that, that helps you. That, that noise, that's, that's, what's trying, that's what's tripping me up. I, I know that sound. Someone in the chat knows. It? Don't look there, but they, someone knows. <laughs> if I wasn't already is sending it, it, a person. Was it, is it, is it, uh, was it developed on the build engine? No. Is it, it a build engine? No, and in fact, this is, I, this is, I now understand why I screwed up, because while I was researching this, this is the game. That was based on a modified Wolfenstein 3D engine that, uh, what's his name, directly helped them with. Um, 
Okay. Uh, John Carmack. Carmack says, Carmack. yeah, I'll do whatever you need, and he's in the credits. Shoot. So that's the game I was thinking of earlier when I was saying it was the... I was I get confused with the build engine all the time, but these guys... This game took Wolfenstein 3D... Right. ...and added the whole thing. Now I'm, try, now I'm trying to remember what we said on... Because we did an episode... I, first, I played it for the first time, Hexen, not too long ago when we did it on the show, but I don't recognize that sound... Is being the thing that was getting me into Hexen. Um, it's not a, it's not, it's definitely not Shadow Warrior, right? You know, messing with Low Wang or anything like that. <laughs> You're not mad. You know, messing with Low you Wang. You know, messing with Low. You said it wasn't the build engine. No, Isn't that, that's build engine. I think they're still making those. Those are right. And then there games is, of that. Only one I looked at this week. Since it, I looked at all of them, the only one I looked at was the uh, Rise of the Triad. Oh, shit. Um, Hold on. Is, is that it? Ding! Rise of the Triad. Congratulations. It's a build engine game. That Maybe it a, wasn't then. That is a Wolfenstein 3D modified engine from id Software. Okay. Um, by the way, this was supposed to be uh, a game called Wolfenstein 3D 2, The Rise of the Triad. That's right. Rise. That's, that's, I do remember that because they were going to make a sequel. Yep. I remember reading about this. They were going to make a sequel. Yep. And they ended up, uh, id and them fell out. Yep. And so they, they didn't want to drop all the development stuff. So they, they, re, they redid everything because they didn't want to get sued mm-hmm. because they were getting left and right lawsuits. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Yep. That's right. And this had a yeah. capture the flag multiplayer mode that was great. That's right. I never played it. Oh, so good. Rise of the Triad. Rise of the Triad was um, awesome. We called it Rot. Rot. R O T T. Like. Yep. Love it. It's yep. like Rat. Yeah. So we were like, dude, you want to play Rot this rat? weekend? We're going to play some Rot this weekend. Rat the band? Quick. Yeah, quick. Give me a give me your favorite rad song because I can't ever think of it. Oh, there's only like three. Um, how yeah, about exactly. um, let me let me do one. Uh, round and round, something something <laughs> with it. Gave it time. That one. Round and I had a rat uh, audio tape too. It seems like what I have. Which one was it? It was probably the, yeah, one with the hot girl it, on the lay, front. Round and round was probably the one. Do you remember the hot girl on the most. front? Because that was the that's the reason I bought that record. She was so yeah, free, yeah. freaking pretty. I think it was the Rides for Free. Was that the one that I remember having the album? Um, well, let's find out. Let's ride. Yeah, nobody rides for for free. I think it's that was uh, Rat. Let's see. Tell the uh, uh, the, the one with rat. the girl on crawling around on the by the vent. That's the one I always think of. That one's called Out of the Cellar. Boy, I bet you. I bet you. There's a lot of people who haven't thought about Rat. <laughs> in like six million years invasion of your privacy that was yeah that was the, that was the oh that's what the girl and she was dating the yeah, lead yeah, yeah. singer at the time that's right she's such a betty still look at her she's such a beast <laughs> we used to call them we used to call girls we thought were cute especially like yeah, you know, some betty's, we call yeah them betty's. like based on betty page right that was our that was our little oh thing, i don't know right? was it i just did I think, it because yeah, it sounded I good i have no think idea that's how that all went down but my memory is not the best when it comes to mid 80s gosh dang stuff. it i thought she was something anyway right she was and is uh yeah wait so, we got it we got it we've got a channel duke nukem when they're in the duke nukem episode if we don't <laughs> yeah a little what's bit the point yeah we got to be a little sexist come on i mean whatever she's just attractive they were selling <laughs> they were selling and i was buying is what i'm saying yeah yeah i was buying that rat baby i bought some rat for that uh but anyway that's uh, that's you did good. That, that you was yours. It. So, oh yeah, that was okay. So I got yours. Yeah, you it got was, mine. Uh, now let's see if I get yours. Tell I'll, me my I'll year. Be, that, I, you really made that easy. Um, I did hope I? I can make yours as easy. Okay. Nineteen ninety one, 
uh, Genesis, a game I've been wanting to, I've been trying to frame into uh, an episode mm. of Play Retro because okay. this this kind of ha- this may be post your time though. Okay. Um, for this kind of stuff. Well, I, I had a know. Genesis then that year. So. Right, you had a Genesis, right? Yeah. Well, but the try. game style may have been. Oh, oh, I got you. What you that's that's possible because I'm like tw- I'm 20 here. 20, it's like 21. Like, yeah. 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 yeah, so I get it. All right. I'm old enough to drink. I don't want your damn Genesis game is what I said. <laughs> I never drank them. Uh, all right, here it is. Let's play your audio. Is this... Is this based on a Disney property? Oh, look at you. Yes, it is based on a Disney property. I was going to give you more hints, but uh, since you took such a leap there. Well, part of I it is your hints earlier saying it may have grown out of it. I'll say that. Okay. This, oh, I know what this is. Is this Mickey's Castle of Illusion? Oh, that's a very good guess, but I'm sorry. That was shit. Is that your second guess? No, that's my first guess. All right. First guess. All right. Um. Uh, Some one question down, one guess down. Because the question was, was it Disney? And you said, yeah. Right. Um, how else would this be from that era? Okay, second question. Is it, a, is it a Mickey Mouse game? No. All right, so it's some other property. Yeah. What was going on then with other Disney games? The Disney, uh, you know, the Disney Channel is doing stuff. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know. I don't know if that'll help or not. It's just saying it's, oh, it's it a lot of a lot of resurgence of Disney properties during that time. Was the okay? Well, then I'll try this one. <laughs> what are the two little stupid squirrels? One flies and the other one does other <laughs> shit. Uh, uh, the chipmunks. Chipmunks. Uh, is it that? What do they call them? Is that what? No, uh, did not involve the 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 happy little. Chi- they may be deep in the game. I can't say they're not, but they're not the center of the game. I can't say that they're not in there somewhere. Okay. Then I'm going to say my only last guess is the only other thing I can think of from that era would be like Duck. But Dales. people are yelling Chippendale, but it is not Chippendale. It's not Chippendale. That is the name of the char- characters, Rescue Rangers. Is yet. it DuckTales? Oh, you was real close on that uh, one. Yeah. Uh, that's all my answer. It, that's, uh, that's all three. What is it? What is it? Right. This is this is Quackshot. Oh, geez. Uh, yeah. The, one of the people, people have been trying to get me to play this one. This one's uh, de- developed and published by Sega uh, for the Sega Genesis. Early and, too, because uh, uh, ninety one was the first year of the Genesis in the states. Yeah, yeah. So early on, uh, it's a platforming game with mm-hmm. Donald Duck. Yep. Like and he's do. got his little, he's got his little quack shy. He's got his little gun with his little uh, plunger on it. Is it fun? The what I played was pretty good. Really, I found that uh, most of these, yeah, because they, usually they do a lot of stuff like environmental puzzles and little like platforming and just. The characters are always charming because they had the Disney animators, you know, at least give them like uh, probably sheets and stuff of. Yeah, I think they had this spec for the characters. They had a certain and, spec you had to adhere to on how you yeah. would animate various characters and stuff like the, the Castle of Illusion, World of Illusion. And then the third one, something Illusion. Yeah, those, those Mickey games are all really great. Those now, that it was it did pretty good in the U.S. Um, critics liked it pretty good. Not not fantastic. Mm. Uh, but in the United Kingdom. Quackshot was the top-selling Mega Drive game upon release. Oh, Whoa! Yes, yes everybody had to get some of that Donald. 
What are they doing? It's because he doesn't Black wear pants. Pack. He doesn't wear any pants. They're into that over there. He doesn't wear yet. He's, he's just got the the safari shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know who's into that? The French. They're like, oh, he's not wearing yeah. pants. Oh, do you remember the Goof Troop and the Goofy movie and all that stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was I love the Goofy movie. That was probably your kids, though, right? Your kids. Oh, uh, very enjoying. young. They were all infants, yeah. basically. But I loved yeah. the, the first Goofy movie. Mm-hmm. That thing was on repeat in my house. So good. Yeah, we liked it. I don't think I saw the second one very often. Saw it maybe once. Right. But the first one where they're trekking across the country so they can go see that that freaking uh, uh, don't touch this like artist <laughs> they're going to go see. Right. <laughs> he reminded me of something. Who's the Who's the guy that's uh, Who's the guy that's all in trouble for? Uh, preying on young young women. What's his name? Oh, you're talking R about Kelly? It over at uh, Nick or did, where is it? No, the that? real guy, R. Kelly. The R. Oh, R-, R- Kelly. It reminded <laughs> me the, real people, the guy they're going to see in the thing where Goofy and his son. Max, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. He yeah. was like an R. Kelly type dude. Right. Up there on you. stage. Hilarious. He had parachute, parachute pants and all that stupid stuff. And I, I'm pretty sure Polly Shore was the best friend, right? I believe you're yeah. right. Or was it a Polly Shore sound alike? I always forget. I think it was him. Unless they was maybe not the sequel, but it sure sounded one. like, oh my God. Goofy movie. Let's find out. Let's answer this question once and Let's for all. Let's answer this question for, for once and for all. 1995. That would have been, oh yeah, my daughter. I only had one kid then. She was a year yeah. old or a little, little less than a year. Um, this would have been, hold on. Bill Farmer is Goofy. Mason Marsden right. is Max Goof. Jim Cummings is Pete. Max Goof. Kelly, Paul Robson. Wallace Shawn is Principal Mauser. That's cool. Inconceivable. Frank Welker was in it as Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, yeah, Frank Welker. Uh, why can't Everything. I find... Because sw- maybe he wasn't in it. I swear he's in it. I swear he's in it. It could have been. Where or is it could have been Shore? a knockoff. There was a lot of knockoffs. No, there's no way. Well, I'm going to order the clan. I'm ordering the, oh my God, holy Moses. Boy, they really like their, okay, there we go. That's better. Um, new and sealed. Okay. I was getting, I was about to freak out, man. Cause I was looking on uh, eBay for the VHS of a goofy movie and they're in his little clamshell boxes, but man, they were talking, the first ones are like talking like, you know, 35, 179. I'm like, I don't think so. Yeah. Is this really not Polly Shore? It's going to piss me off. Hold on. I could, sw- I don't know. Is that you thinking of the Goof Troop things, or are you talking about no. the Goofy Troop? No, Goofy never... movie, first Goofy movie. Max and Goofy go cross country to watch the singer guy, and I swear this is it. I'm going to be so pissed. I'm going to go back to '95. Hold on. Okay, wait, wait. I'm just doing a search. There is a search. The first thing that comes up says Polly Shore Goofy movie. Google search 1995 film. Is it him? Um, yeah, he's there. Bobby Zimmerman. Is that Bobby Zimmerman? You know what? He's it's, not. A- it's listing him. It's not here, though. I'm looking in 1995. He made one movie that year, Jury Duty, that piece of shit. <laughs> and there's no no mention here at all that he's in that. Uh, yeah, he's definitely it? him because he's definitely the friend. He's the uh, Paul Short and Jason uh, Marsden. So he's definitely in it. Yeah. But he's not showing up in it at all. His credit is not in there on IMDb. I'm freaking out. On IMDb? I, I don't know what to believe. I don't know what to believe. Maybe he got it pulled. Maybe he's like, nah, don't get my name out of there. Get my, my name out of your goofy mouth. Weird. <laughs> he was born in 68. <laughs> Crazy. All right. Well, there's there's that. Uh, Don't so wheeze I, the juice, Scott. That's right. You got this. Don't I got this. The juice. And uh, now we move on to some uh, listener uh, feedback. Welcome to the treasure room. We got a phone call I'm going to play first. Do you want to hear this phone call? 
Well, yeah, you know what? I'll do the listed... phone call last. I'll do the email first. Let's All right. It. Well, they listed Joey Lawrence, but you're right. He's not listed on the main cast and crew. Weird, Weird right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I swear it's him. It's, it's him. He's definitely in it. Um, but yeah. Are you sure? Because wow. it says. Oh, wow. Okay, hold on. Goofy movie, Wikipedia, Polly Shore. And plays Bobby Zamersky. Okay. Um, Polly Shore. Polly Shore. Polly Shore. Okay, sure enough, I'm looking at every single listing for the movie, and yeah. it says it's not him. But in all of then, the short, all the results of the search, it the says it is name? him. Uh, hold on, Bobby Zamersky. Bobby. Yeah, yeah Bobby Zamersky. Bobby? He was this. He had wow. weird, like a had like a. He made that cheese castle while they're waiting for the principal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got the cheese poof all over his face or whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I swear I'm going to lose my mind. I'm st- I feel like I'm having a Mandela major Mandela moment here. Well, it's listed in one screenshot on the IMDb here. I'll put it in the discord server. If I can, if it'll let me, let me see you guys. I'm seriously, I figure I'm going insane. I watched that movie so many times. It has always been Bobby or B- B- Bobby. Why is it? Not- oh, there okay. Goofy movie says, um, now that is a screenshot that then has a subtitle of Polly Shore. Yes. But that is the only reference I'm seeing. Now, Google oh, lists him. What? If you do uh, the goofy movie, Polly, he lists him on the list of characters or the cast of characters. Uh, He's not there. listed. But on... IMDb is like got no reference None. except for that one place. They don't even have that character cast. Yeah, they don't even have the character listed. Somebody's a Polly Shore hater. What? Oh, something's, boy. something's going on. Something weird's going on. <laughs> Someone needs to work this one out for me. Now I've got to order the Goofy off. movie. Now I've got to order it. Have you never seen what it? Choice do, what choice do I have? No, I've seen it. I've seen oh. it plenty of times. I just I don't have the videotape anymore. I used to have it in the clamshell box and everything. Um, oh, I also got Bebe's Kids. Did you ever see that one? No. Whatever. We we were supposed to be doing a doing <laughs> wrapping this thing up. I know, dude. Well, here you okay. I haven't found a line. You want to hear this? Yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. Wait. Oh shit. I'm wasting the juice. I'm muted. She finally says hi to me, and what do I do? Okay, skip I, uh, I big spare. Okay. My dad. Are you speed? Okay, not him. Not him. Bobby. Here he is. Wow. Look, all, all this is for us. Mmm. Slurpage. <laughs> it's totally him. <laughs> Polly Shore is in this effing movie. <laughs> I'm gonna take a dump in my pants. Good to, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to make of this. All right, uh, let's move on then and try to forget this horrible thing <laughs> is going on. Hayes Skunk wrote in. Hayes uh-huh. Skunk. He oh, sent an email skunk. to playretroshow at gmail.com. He says, Hello, retro. Have you guys been paying attention to what's going on with limited run games? Uh, they've been apparently putting a lot of time into their carbon engine and bringing a lot of old oh. retro games back from modern for modern systems. I was completely unaware of this until I uh, heard about it on YouTube. I have been listening that long, or I haven't been listening that long, but I haven't heard you guys mention this and was curious what your thoughts were. I thought about sending this email to Chorus since I'm a patron, but I think it's more up your alley. Well, you're right, Hayes Skunk. Agreed. This is right up our hoo-ha. Uh, I don't know a thing about the Carbon Engine other than I've heard of it. Um, yes. But I don't know. Um, they, we, we actually talked a little bit about it, and I did a little bit of research uh, when we did the Gex episode. They're re-releasing or 
set up to re-release the Gex trilogy, mm. and it's going to be using the Carbon Engine. Mm. Mm. Oh, I, I did a little bit of research, and okay. it's, it's a very interesting engine. Basically, um, all you have to do is just it it puts all the game mechanics that you would have in this era of games, mm. and you just put the the assets in there. Um, it's a really interesting project. Says uh, created internally at Limited Run Games. <clears throat> Carbon Engine is a multi-platform development tool that helps emulators interface with modern hardware. It uses emulation as a base on top of which the Carbon ba- or the Carbon Engine builds features like UI, rendering, audio, data management, controller inputs, and console-specific features like trophies mm-hmm. and so on. It allows Limited Run to put out high, highly accurate emulation-based ports of classic games on modern hardware. Yes. Uh, for some reason, half of their... Their cool description here is covered with a giant graphic. Yeah, and it's a very interesting game because I believe, if I remember correctly, one of the selling points is this cross-platform. You can put it on, you know, the consoles, PCs, wherever. Look at it's this, a really though. interesting. Uh, it's it's super game. interesting. I want to see how this all pans out. But look at this yeah. graphic. It's laying on top of all this paragraph. I can't read because it's behind it. Oh, I hate that crap. And Maybe they should get a. Maybe they should get a, um, you know, a carbon engine for their website. I was just going to say, give, throw the carbon, throw your website on the carbon engine. See how it works. Right. What the frick? That's so dumb. Anyway, you can learn more at, excuse me, limitedgames.com. <laughs> I mean, there's, I don't think there's anything we can do that is wrong on the Duke Nukem episode. I don't think there's anything. <laughs> no, no. He burps in the game. Right. I think. I think it's all on brand for this yeah. week's episode. Uh, yeah. I had some spinach ravioli that is not. Oh my God. I, yeah. that for, both sounds disgusting and delicious. It was actually pretty time. good. It was pretty good. How much, I, how much cheese is involved with that though? I need to know if there's uh, not a ton actually. It's, hmm. and it's not like a big gooey cheese. It's like a ricotta sort of stuff in the middle. Oh. But then I also put kimchi ricotta. with it. The kimchi might be the problem. Oh, it's a kimchi. Oh, kimchi is always the problem. I put kimchi on everything, though, dude. Well, yeah, it's delicious, but it's also a gastrointestinal nightmare, right? Because it's like, well, if you eat too much of it, yes. But if you don't, but if you eat just like kind of, you know, as part like of your a meal, spoonful. No, a little more than that. <laughs> eat it with just like part of your meal, not by itself. Uh, you, it's good. It's great for your gut health. It's awesome. I love it. It's like fermented, so good. Anyway, uh, you make good poos, is what I'm saying. All right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh thank you for that we're gonna play a call here this is about uh what is this about oh simpsons hit and run we get a little follow-up oh yeah from hootie 42 he's a local oh i know hootie as a matter of fact i've been enjoying my uh my vhs's on what hootie 42 sent me was That's nice right. to send me that tvd vcr last week so enjoying that yeah he's, he's awesome and he lives here locally a total utah guy he's great totally cool dude anyway you, you know, know how much it costs to ship a vcr from uh utah to south carolina i have no Pretty idea cheap <laughs> is it is it expensive i don't know how, how well yeah these things weigh a ton man hmm. weigh a ton i remember i spent like uh and it's apparently from south carolina to utah is expensive anyway i remember i sent you like a box of cereal one time some mario cereal and it was only like however there. much a box of cereal weighs which is nothing right it's like puffed whatever you guys, you guys can it see like it but i, I have 20 bucks hanging, or something i have that hanging on my wall because i like that so much yeah it was like 20 bucks to ship that thing way more than the freaking box Jeez, of cereal cost. 20 bucks yeah it was crazy i was like what for a box of cereal get out of here yeah, what a what world is this well anyway this is what hootie 42 has to say this is for uh play retro 
for the Simpsons hit and run episode. And uh, I had a quick correction for you. There was a PC version. Uh, I spent many hours during college playing. Now, real quick, we did, at the end of that episode, we did talk about there being a PC version. He knows that we've done that since. But I could be wrong, but I do, I I I'm pretty might, sure might we did. Have, well, he fine. wrote me back and says, I think you talked about it. So this, this is maybe a useless phone call, but I think there's oh, no, still stuff no. in here to mine. Okay. So right. anyway, it, it bears, it, it bears, it needs repeating. It does. It here it, but here it is again. Not again, but more. Why isn't it? I'm pausing. Hang it in glorious 1024 by 768. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that was the main thing. Just also had to comment, you know, that game had just some amazing deep cuts, things like you could drive the, uh, front car of the monorail and if you drove it around long enough to find a little repair wrench it would actually function like a normal car instead of a broken one and stuff like chester j lampwick's uh rocket car he's the guy that sued yes uh roger myers jr said that he originally created itchy and scratchy and you know he got all the money on a rocket car it's parked in front of his house in the rich part of town on the map and fastest car in the game but also explodes at the slightest touch so anyway just wanted to bring that up and uh if you need proof of the pc version scott if uh you and i ever meet up for lunch i'll bring my copy so you can see it <laughs> oh wow he's uh, got anyway, the real guys thanks so much bye yeah if he still has i want to see it that's awesome i want to i want to see it snag it and pretend like you never uh never brought it <laughs> yeah you're gonna pretend like that thing you i put back in your bag was the disc but it wasn't right I gotta pretend, yeah exactly like that that starcraft <clears throat> with the bag of weed in it just, yeah the I'm, bag of you weed get, you got <laughs> with your last star trek buy that's so funny dude i love that you found weed and some retro game stuff i think yeah that's yeah great. like i said i i i i don't know in some ways, I'm like, man, that would have made great content. Get out to the car yep. and TikTok that thing. Oh, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Also, I'd have I'd have weed in my car, so that's probably not a good <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, you and you live in a state where this South is Carolina not legal, right? But right. you could have what you could have done is got out there, filmed the whole thing, went holy right. crap, took it back in, or or if you know, take it to a cop, whatever, and say, right, oh, this was in something I bought here, and you'd have been. Yeah, fine. that sounds like a guaranteed way to get. <laughs> beat up <laughs> yeah but but why would anyone <laughs> offer that up if officer officer look what i found <laughs> get down <laughs> face down jerk i'm not taking say. that chance no thank you well never forget this where is it right here but now who do you want to go back every day yeah, dude who do you makes me want to go to lunch well he makes one makes me want to go back and play the more of the simpsons because man i tell you that that was i haven't had that deep of an ex, uh simpsons experience in quite a while and it just it was so fun running around the streets of springfield and doing all that it's stuff. amazing that game rocks yeah, so i re i put it on my uh i shouldn't say install because all you have to do is move the rom around but i moved the rom back on my steam deck because uh, nice. i'd forgotten i'd moved it off when i reset for the fix on the stick oh and, the fix uh, on the stick i just never put it back on so it's back on there i'm gonna play it again baby Woo! so a little follow-up to the goofy movie bobby zumuruski um, the chat room had said earlier that uh, that they that um, Polly did not want uh, Disney to exploit him like they did Robin Williams, and so he asked oh. for his name to be removed. I don't know that that may be one of those things like oh. everybody was going to be everything was going to be played by Sylvester Stallone. I don't know. I kind of want to know now. I want the story but on that. Did you see that eBay thing I sent you? I see while looking for that VHS for the Goofy movie. No, let's see. there is a there is a print on there. And they're asking for three hundred and seventy-five for a, shit. a cheese oh, holding a cell. It's a Bobby animation Zermuski. cell, right? Yeah, yeah. Look at that. Oh my gosh! Jim, and wow. and Jim the Frank has only had one cell. 
I don't think so, Jim DeFrank. Wow. Yeah. If you've got one sale and this is your first one and you're asking me for 400 almost dollars, no. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you what you do on eBay. You better be selling some small trash stuff with low risk before you start offering up that kind of stuff with one review. Yeah. No, thanks. Eat a poop. I ain't doing that. Eat a poop. Eat a poop. Eat a poop. All right. Uh, hey, I'm going to ask you a question. What do you think these three people have in common? Joe Weaver, MacBook Pro, and Michael Sheridan. What do you think those three people have in common? One's a, a MacBook Pro is a people? <laughs> he has his nickname. It's the guy's nickname. The other two are actual oh, okay. names. <laughs> I got you. I'll tell you oh, what. These are, okay, these are the, oh, wait, uh, these are the most awesome people on the planet. Is yes. That, did I the, get it? You got it right. That's why, okay. uh, that is exactly why I did it. And let me tell you why they're so great. <laughs> because they are patrons, regular month-to-month patrons over at patreon.com slash play retro and you can be too because you also don't want commercials you also want pre-co, pre-co, pre-show content every week and guess what else other monthly benefits you can go read about right now at patreon.com slash play retro be like joe michael and macbook pro okay mm. uh it's gonna do it for us next week we're talking about tomb raider one two and three what one, how timely three. of us to do the tomb raider do you know why we're doing it because they're having a 20 no 30 wait 30 year what's the anniversary crap Hold on. it's uh yeah i think it's um now you got me questioning my 96 whether, what, what i did out. it for came out in 96 so 25 25 years no no wait, that, no that's not right 23 no <laughs> <laughs> what is it because I know the they're doing it. The reason why we're doing it is because the Tomb Raider trilogy, the first one, two, and three, are being remastered and going to be sold for the consoles in February 2024, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, they are um, doing that for sure. And I guess it's not really right. tied to an anniversary. They're just doing it. Right. And also, is is just three hours ago, Embracer Group lays off hit Tomb Raider developer Crystal Dynamics. Whoa! Uh, I Tomb Raider they... developer Crystal... Yeah, this was just a few hours ago or a couple of days ago, maybe, um, or just a couple hours ago. Had lost <laughs> her job as part of an internal restructure. Wow, this is really hot news. This is this is hot off the presses, apparently. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so they've been doing this left and right for the last three weeks or so, and so I'm not surprised to hear it, but I am a little surprised to hear that. The, so this studio, Square Enix owned them. Right. They sold them to Embracer less than like, Less than a quarter ago or something. Yeah, yeah. Bracer Group uh, trying to pare down some stuff. Um, pare down people everything. lost their jobs, right? So just 10? Not like uh, the whole company. Yeah, yeah. That's a pretty small. Pretty, you know, I mean, that. no offense to those small. 10. I'm sorry. There you go. No, no, no. That's a huge, it's a huge impact if you're part of that 10. <laughs> if you're one of those 10, huge impact. Because rumor was they were working on a new Tomb Raider, and this would be their first one outside of Ido slash... Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, fi- uh, Final Fantasy publisher. Yeah, so it's one for Amazon. So I'm pretty sure if you got a deal with Amazon, yeah, they might be. We'll see. Maybe it's something. Back. Probably some. I, I, they'll land on their feet. I think they'll land on, on their feet. I hope so, dude. I don't like the Embracer Group, but they should be called the non-Embracer Group, the Abrasive Group. <sighs> that was that was the bad thing when they were coming along, and a lot of these companies were struggling. Embracer Group was uh, re injecting money into these. Uh, these companies and I guess they finally reached um, a limit and now they're paring back down and so I don't know it's it's, it's rough it's rough I don't like it makes I don't care wanna, for it makes me want to pee on their sandwich you know <laughs> I don't like it 
I don't like it one bit. Well, anyway, Tomb yeah. Raider 1, 2, 3, that's happening next week. Okay? The yeah. early stuff. We're talking like, originally it was supposed to be a Saturn game. But then, Low poly. So then, then freaking, what's their names? Came, Sony came in and said, hey, we have a popular console. And they went, shit, we got to put it out on everything. And then it became a worldwide phenomenon. Tomb Raider's huge. Huge. So we're going to talk about it. And, talk and if about, you want to play along with this, you can either emulate yourself or if you want to just go to good old games, they are selling Tomb Raiders 1, 2, and 3 together for $9.99. Oh, that's not bad. Uh, yeah, a little up, up-resing probably on that. Some of those are usually pretty good. Um, yeah. So they do did that. a remaster of that game originally, too, for mm-hmm. what was that? PS2 era, maybe? Uh, yeah, was it, PS, was it PSP? Uh, PS2? PSP, maybe. Mm-hmm. Can't remember. But anyway, mm-hmm. we'll learn all of that and talk about it next week right here on Play Retro. That is going to yeah. do it for us. All of you out there that can hear my voice, I want you to go this week and play something retro. And we'll see you next time. Get more at frogpants.com. Call me now for your free whipping. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.